Welcome to the Do Less Podcast. I'm Jake Velasquez. I'm Mike Bermonte. We're back at Mike's place. This place is a little sad looking. Gotta be honest, we're used to greenery, candles, beautiful sets. We got a Swiffer, a garbage can, and a fucking dark <laughs> kitchen. So, <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's not a good look. No, this is, uh, if you're watching the clip this week, I doubt it's going to go viral. You can tell the bots don't really care about the content. They care about the set design. And they're not going to like this one. No, they're not. Yeah. But I'm really going to punch in so you can't see a background at all. Ah, that's good. Because this is the worst background I've ever seen. I mean, we got blank walls. We got a hallway. You can see some sneakers in the corner, though. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and they're Jordans, which yeah. is no big deal. But uh, I'm probably going to cut that out, though, because I'm going to really get up really in our face. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. The only thing, I wish I knew you were going to get so in because I really didn't. I haven't showered in like 48 hours. You look like you haven't. Yeah, I look stinky. <laughs> uh, and I feel that way. I need to go to the gym, uh, but it's hard. You know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. You're, you're, uh, you're a little stressed. I'm stressed. We just I just met up with you. You're like, I got a million things to do. I got to do this, that, this fucking thing, that fucking thing. I'm fucking <laughs> losing my mind. I'm like, settle down, man. It's all right. I know. Well, you know what it is? It's that, you know, part of this I like because do less. Uh, but for the past two years, everything's been put on pause. Yep. There's a lot of things that we do in our daily lives that have kind of got swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. Biggest one being paying bills. Yeah. Some things being filing paperwork, you know, organizing your life. This is all now catching up to me. And the thing is, it's uh, it's everything is in the, the 25th hour. Right. It's like taxes due next week. You right. Know? It's uh, one of the things was jury duty. They're like, we need you to report within the next two days. And it's yeah. like, well, this is all happening at once. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I got to pay a big tax bill while the world just becomes money doesn't exist no anymore. money doesn't exist it's all when it rains it pours too and yeah. you're right like all this stuff is just piling up because like right. we lost like a year and a half and like everything logistically is all messed up and so now you're getting all your bills you got to pay you're yep. supposed to go to jury duty every day for the past year yeah, and yeah exactly. you know like now you're gonna be behind bars if you don't show up they're just yeah. trying to scare you first of all 100%. that's never gonna how many people have not responded to jury duty during regular times, let alone pandemic times, yeah. you can at least blame the pandemic on all I of this. I will be blaming the pandemic on everything, yeah. probably for the next few years. And yeah. then by the time that excuse wears off, I'm blaming Russia for everything else. Exactly. But, so we, we got excuses. We got excuses, and that's the one thing to hang my hat on. <laughs> but <laughs> but, uh, but oh. then also combined with this, you know, I got the big road trip coming up. I'm planning for that. I'm trying to buy a car for it. There's a lot of things. See, the problem is, is you're thinking about too much all at once, and that doesn't do anything for sure. you. When you got so much on your plate, all you can do is handle what's in front of you. Just clear the so plate what, into the trash. So <laughs> and that's what I've been doing for two years. Right and now, the the trash is full, and I got nowhere to put. the Yeah, garbage. but okay. So what's the next <laughs> logical step? Just like do something tangible. That's the next step that you can get done. So you do one thing at a time. You can't do all of them at sure. a time. And here's the thing: is I just had therapy, so this is exactly what she was telling me. So I'm just relaying the information oh, to you. And I figured out life. Like the first 15 minutes after therapy. You figured out life. There's a great saying. I think it was Danny Kahneman, do less guy. We've probably shouted out before. Yeah. But uh, he had a line or something. It's like so much easier to point out 
of when other people, this I'm paraphrasing, when other people are being yeah. delusional, it's really hard for you to point it out. So your right. therapist does that for you. Right. You have that info to do it for me. Right, exactly. I'm not going to be able to f- figure out my own delusion. I need you to do that for me, just like your therapist did it for you. No, exactly. Yeah. It's fun, one of those funny things also about this is sort of related. I've gone to OCD group therapy, and we all have our different obsessions. Yeah. And like I'm like obsessed with doing a certain amount of push-ups so my mom doesn't die. <laughs> and like someone else is like, you know, obsessed with like what they're going to order for lunch because that means like you know this decision is going to lead to that decision to, sure. you know and i'm they just they're paralyzed by decisions i'm like why are you worried about that and then they're looking at me like i'm crazy i'm looking at them like they're crazy right. That's interesting. but it's just everybody's obsessed with different things yeah do those obsessions actually ever contradict each other yeah all the time that'd be a funny one where it's like you are doing push-ups so your mom doesn't die, but this guy's like, I need your mom to die, or else, like, my whole Yeah, I'm dies. sure that could probably, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's just weird, because, like, we all have the same disorder, but we obsess over certain things. Yeah. And it's, like, some people are, like, for example, like, worried that somebody's going to throw up all the time, or they're going to throw up in public. So, like, then we would do an exposure together where we eat, like, a jelly bean that tastes like throw up or whatever but yeah it's terrible but that's their obsession like why are you worried about that that's never gonna happen but again then i'm doing you know push-ups getting huge at the gym until my mom you know survives so forever (laughs) (laughs) so it's just weird what you focus on the brain works in mysterious ways it really does uh your mind is your master but um yeah, so I don't know. I'm a little stressed. I'm trying let to do it go. Less. I'm trying to let it go. Uh, you do one thing at a time. It'll, you know, you'll start chipping away. But you get pulled in so many directions, you know. Can you do all of them at once? No. So there you go. No, you're right. When yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, and then before this, um, Mike and I were talking about uh, our overlords, and I've noticed that <laughs> since we went viral on. Yeah, uh, Instagram Reels. We really haven't stopped talking about bots, mm-hmm. and it's almost become to a philosophical point of like what we think their meaning is, right? And what the future holds, and it's now <laughs> the bots have now taken on a life of their own, even in just our dream world. Well, that's the <laughs> thing. Dream world bots. Now. Yeah, right. <laughs> the thing is, is like when people are like, the bots are going to take over. I don't know if we've ever thought about it in the perspective they're going to take over our consciousness and just our psychological makeup. Well, they already have. They already have done that. And so like and once you get like more of a taste of them being involved in your life through social media, they've already they they're already they're just digging their way deeper into our psyche. So, you know, yeah, at some point it could look like where everyone is just these bots are like humans and we're their slaves or whatever. And like, that's probably going to be the case. But these are the first, this is the first iteration, the psychological takeover. First iteration. um, But I don't know. I mean, it's kind of hard to, you kind of just got to lean into it. Oh, yeah. We've we've surrendered to the bots. I think we have. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're going to dictate our future ultimately. But we are thinking about it. We're just well, everything. Now our decisions are being dictated by what the bots are going to like. Sure, you even sure. start off this podcast. You're like, look at the background here. The bots aren't going to like yeah, this. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good point. Yeah, and uh, yeah, because I, I, it's just one of those things where it actually makes me feel a little more comfortable putting out content, pursuing stand up, because I sometimes. I think Instagram is evil. I think all social media is pretty evil. Yeah. So posting clips in the hope that people engage with your content to me is a, sort of a contradiction. Yes. Because you want people to be. But if it's all bots, you're not really hurting anybody. You're not That's hurting anybody. 
Yeah, I mean, they're also, but perception is reality. So it also looks like yeah. you have a lot of engagement. And then those real people will start to engage more. Right, right. So, I mean. Well, one of the things that's been happening, this could be part of some hackers. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the Instagram reels recently mm-hmm. just all show zero views. Right, which I which, which I don't mind. That's uh, I like that. Yeah, it's interesting, but it's almost it's it's forced me to stop and think a few times. Like, what happens if this just all disappeared tomorrow? I think it'd be good for society. I think it would be good for society. There's pluses and minuses. I was talking about this. You know, I was just at lunch with our friends. My yeah. wasn't invited. I mean, he was, but he canceled last. I minute. canceled. But uh, we were having lunch and we were talking about it. Like, you know, a world of stand up with no social media. And the thing is, it would be, it would be a better society. Yes. But how that, like, what would, how would you get, and how would any show happen? Word of mouth, man. Word of mouth, right? Yeah. To build that would take so much longer. Right. You'd have to spend all the time you spend editing clips. At least with editing clips, you're like acquiring a new skill of like video editing. Sure. Instead of that, you would have to be hanging at clubs. I hate hanging. I'd rather edit clips than hang. <laughs> and, and then also, you're totally at the mercy of just a big break. You can't create. Yeah, that's own. true. I think there would just be less comedians in general, though, because that's probably true. Um, because and that's what it was back in the day. Now it's so more, ex- so much more accessible. Yeah. And you know everybody and and I think you know the social media uh, validation is why some of the people do it. Hundred percent. So I think you take that away, there's more barriers to entry for people, and there's less uh, motivation on their end to do but it. But is there as much stage time to go around? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It'd be we. It'd be like uh, if you just took away technology and it was like you know the 1960s or whatever. We only had pay phones. It's like you got to look up an ad in the newspaper yeah. to go perform. That'd be fun. Yeah, I kind of like it. It'd be cool if we could do that, almost like a, like a like a holiday. Like once a week a year, there's no social social media shuts off. You can't access it. Yeah. Why don't we do that? But it has to be word of mouth. So like back in the day, how did you do anything? You knew like, okay, every Monday night, I'm going to be at this club at 8 p.m. Sure, but the thing and is, then that becomes a routine. People, the word starts to spread. And that's how people know. And then you just got to be true to your word. Like I can't cancel on you for lunch because you wouldn't, you wouldn't know. If I made plans for lunch, I got to show up. Are you going to think something happened? Sure. Well, you could. This was a move. Post-phone, pre-smartphone. Mm-hmm. You call the restaurant. They take a message. I guess there's ways around yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you see shows where they, for whatever reason, just still operate in that world. Right. And they do, you know, like it's happened in Curb. Yeah, yeah. In like, you know, 2008 to 10 when their smartphones did exist. Yeah. Where like, you know, Larry David stands Richard Lewis up to lunch, but Richard Lewis doesn't know about it. It's like, <laughs> right. In a, right. the real world, he would clearly know. Right. You could just right. text him, but... That's know, they, true. They still do that. They still do that from time to time. But it shows just... would. Can you imagine? There are some shows that have implemented social media Tons, now, yeah, yeah, but every true. realistic show now would just be everybody staring at their phones. I know. Like, How I Met Your Mother did an episode one time when like everybody was like just hooked on their phones yeah, and yeah, just yeah. staring at it, and it was funny, but it was like, you can't do that every episode. No, no, it'd be boring. <laughs> um... Uh, also, that's what we're doing when we watch the show. Right. No one's really watching anything. Well, our minds are in all, so many different places at once. That's why I think a good show at this point is literally just, <laughs> uh, should just be evaluated on the soundtrack. 
mm-hmm. and the music in the show. Because that's all you're paying because attention that's to. The only thing you're not even paying attention to it that's just catching you in any way. Mm-hmm. Like you're not even paying attention to it. But it's one of those things that even if you aren't paying attention to it, it's going to seep in. Yeah. So shows with good music, those are good shows. What shows if we, with bad music, those are bad what shows. What if for the podcast <laughs> we just like played music and like we just muted whatever we were saying? Yeah. yeah. It's just a video. It's just a score over us talking. It, yeah, yeah. And then again, this becomes a interactive screensaver. That's an interactive which is what we always wanted. Yeah. And you uh, could play any music. You play a lullaby or you could play Kanye. Sure. So whatever mood you're in, we're 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 adaptable to whatever the the listeners and the yeah. fans and the viewers want. Speaking of Kanye, yeah, I was thinking about this the other day because you said that you want a Kanye inspired jingle. Yes, I do. I think it would be funny if we made a GoFundMe mm-hmm. or something or started a movement where we get Kanye to do our <laughs> jingle, and then we if we do this though, yeah, yeah, we really would have to lean on you guys listening to this, yes, to like promote the hell out of this idea, yeah, and then obviously if you guys do that, we'll match you and mm-hmm. we'll throw money at the problem, right do a PR campaign <laughs> and see if we could create some buzz. And imagine Kanye does the jingle for this podcast. It would be the biggest podcast in the world. That would be hilarious. <laughs> just the idea. And it's do less. Just the idea of starting a GoFundMe. GoFundMe is do less, right? GoFundMe is very do less. Because you're just like, hey, I got it's this cause. And a lot of people, because remember that there was like that South yeah, Park South episode Park, about yeah. the Redskins. They were like, they just started a GoFundMe for their startup and they called it the Washington Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> And they, that was it. But people started donating money. Yeah, yeah. That's it. They just started a GoFundMe. They just started a GoFundMe. And people yeah. just start donating. If you have a GoFundMe yeah. with a realistic goal mm-hmm. and either a sentimental or funny thing that you're pursuing, right. chances are it will do well. So right. that's why I think, especially because we're so viral on TikTok, yeah. we, even if we just have all the bots that watch our clips donate a couple cents, yeah, yeah. we'll make it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll use that money. What is this money for? That's a good question. Yeah. We want our potential investors to know what we're using the money for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to put all that money, reinvest it into a marketing campaign to create some buzz right. to get Kanye to do our jingle. And then once Kanye <laughs> is does the jingle for us, then that's marketing in and of itself. 100%. And then we're the biggest podcast in America. But then we also... <laughs> <laughs> We tell Kanye we actually have some other perspective jingles, and it's, uh, we'll get back to him. Yeah, well, yeah, we're, we're not going to agree. We're not going to agree up front. When yeah, he's, he when he's throws, like, "Yeah, I'll do he it," we're like, rip. "Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. we're not we're not ready to sign yeah, down the line yet." Yeah. How much do you think it would cost? Like, if he was ended up wanting to do it, but he had to charge us, right? What do you think Kanye charges for a jingle? <laughs> million? Over uh, a million dollars? I think it's probably a million dollars. Yeah. I mean, maybe out of the goodness of his heart, he might do it for like five hundred thousand. But like, we can't afford him. <laughs> no, well, we're not going to afford him. Donate. Other people are going to afford he him when donate. they when they pay for the GoFundMe. See, I was thinking the GoFundMe would just go to the PR mm-hmm. to then get Kanye's attention and him be like, "Fuck it." Right. We're more likely for him to get it to do it for to That's us for for, for free than paying him because <laughs> yeah. he's not like what's a million dollars to him? It's nothing. It's nothing to him, but it's everything to us. Right. So we can't afford it. Right. But he might do he it. Might do it for free if there was enough of a story behind. It. He might do it for the story and the publicity. So the real question is, yeah. how do we make this a good story? Yes. Do we pin it as do less? We're the anti Pete Davidson. Podcast, well, I like we that. Said before, so he did release a music video. I saw this on Twitter today. He released a music video. It's kind of creepy where he's like burying Pete David, like a, somebody that looks like Pete Davidson yeah. on the music. I got to say, I handle breakups better than Kanye. All right. 
<laughs> I mean, this guy, I mean, I thought I was bad. This guy is off the rails. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he's got mental issues and, you know, whatever. But, not yeah, so people are all over him on Twitter for burying a, a body that looks like Pete Davidson in the music video. Uh, I get it. Well, so, are we, a, but if we go anti Pete, maybe he's on board with that. Yeah, maybe we make a sketch of us burying the movie King of Staten Island. Like we get it on DVD Ooh. and we bury it. <laughs> I like that. That's not a bad idea. And then we release that mm-hmm. to get on his good side. To get on his good side. Yeah, yeah. That's actually not a bad sketch, by the way. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could bury. Did we get? Do they still make DVDs? We should acquire a DVD. And then bury, bury it. it. Maybe we take out the stat. We take the Staten Island ferry. We toss it overboard. <laughs> right. This is for Kanye. <laughs> just frisbee a disc yeah. into the ocean. And then we find a way to get this to to Kanye. It's not, not bad. bad. It's not bad. That's not a bad. It's move. not bad. I actually think that's a good sketch, <laughs> and I'm down to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get our hands on a uh, King of Staten Island DVD. Let's order. Did, let's order one. On oh, Amazon. by the way, this is funny. Remember when we were talking about like it was me, your roommates, and like somebody else, yeah, yeah. and like all three of us, like three of us were like, yeah, we watched King of Staten Island, and one of your roommates was like appalled that all three of us had watched yeah, it. He wasn't happy. He couldn't believe he couldn't believe it that we all see, have seen the movie, and he was pissed off. He's actually one of those people. This roommate, <laughs> yeah, uh, is that one of those people that is actually sort of a good arbiter of comedy? Yeah, yeah, because he's hates he hates bad comedy yeah yeah like he he and i wouldn't even say he loves good comedy, <laughs> but he likes good comedy like yeah. when someone's good like a louis ck a bill burr whatever, right. or even Chappelle, you know like yeah like he'll uh he'll love it but he uh really hates bad comedy He's like d- if i tell him to come to a show it's really hard to sell him because he absolutely detests bad comedy. So in his mind, he's like, that's just a bad comedy. Right. Because he doesn't like Pete Davidson. Right. So he assumes it's the worst movie ever. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it seemed like when we told him that, that we murdered his family. Like, he was <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he was so pissed that we had all seen the movie. You think like that's, he thinks like that's what's wrong with society. Right. Yeah, yeah. And he's not wrong. He's not really wrong. <laughs> and I'm a Judd Apatow fan. He was the, you know, was behind that. <laughs> I actually didn't think the movie was bad. No, so, uh, you know, it's was, it was not bad. But, uh, but we will throw more launch f- one off the Staten we have we, we have no no loyalty Staten to Island this. Staten Island Ferry, Staten Island Frisbee. Yeah. Thing will be <laughs> we'll throw that thing into New Jersey. We're going to be calling Pete Davidson a ferry and then tossing, <laughs> it off the, <laughs> tossing it overboard. It's really not a bad idea. Uh, but yeah, he uh, he was pissed about that. Also, my roommate. So I have two roommates. One roommate would love this stand-up special. The other roommate, the one you were talking about, yeah, yeah. I knew would hate it. Yeah, yeah. And so last night I rewatched Earthquake special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the 35-minute special directed by Dave Chappelle. Right. This guy, Earthquake, who's just like, uh, comic legend, old school guy. Yeah. Uh, big fan of God and Jesus, though. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He, he brings out a lot of that into it. <laughs> and he, uh, my roommate watched it, and I've been talking this thing up all week. I'm like, well, I like the guy's named after a natural disaster. He leaves rooms in rubble. Yeah, He's a- <laughs> I mean the 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 nickname is by far the coolest thing about him. Yeah, yeah. and he was murdering he on the murders, spot. and yeah. the room is on fire. Yeah, but yeah. my roommate was like, I can't believe you hyped that up. Like that was a bad. Yeah, I mean, the, let's be honest. <laughs> I thought it was good. I mean, it was fine. The jokes. I mean, there are there's some Aki jokes in there. Sure. Some jerks jokes that I've seen told 
over and over for years. And yeah, it is hard to judge though because the man's murdering, and he's so. I loose mean, murdering is murder. Murdering is yeah. murdering, and he's loose, and he's entertaining, and he's dancing. And you can over tell the he's stage. like a great comic. Yeah, yeah. From that video, I think I more liked it because the. And he did have some really funny jokes. He did. And yeah, he some great like word choice lines. Yeah, like, yeah. Hilarious. I, we texted each other a couple of our favorite lines. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, they're yeah. like amazing. But, so if uh, it was all that, it would have been the best special I've ever seen. But, but it's like, also like the first time I watched it, I got really into it, you know, because it's the first time ever seeing this guy. I never heard about him. Obviously, the name's hilarious. The name's Earthquake because he fucking destroys He rooms. leaves rooms in ruin. Yeah, in ruin. Yeah. He's taking buildings down. <laughs> but he... Uh, I mean, that's cool to have a nickname like that. 100%. Earthquake. I, I got swept up in that. You got swept up in the so, nickname. The guy's killing so hard that I'm like, this is a legend. This is so cool to see. Yeah. But if you're not a huge comedy fan, you it's not it's not on the level of like the best specials. And so I probably advertise that way. Well, again, it, this is you're getting swept up in the branding. Branding yeah. and perception is sure. everything, right? So you're you don't even know what to think because you're like, this guy's earthquake. He's killing. Yeah, he is we, killing. We were making jokes about like we we both heard about him. Like this week, yeah, because he was on. I think he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and we're like, "Oh, earthquake," you know. And uh, then we're like, "Oh, that's an amazing nickname. He's probably amazing." And then we yeah. watched the special, and it was good, and we yeah. were laughing. But it, you know, we, we overhyped it a little bit, but we got caught up in the hype. I got caught up in the hype. But that's what we're doing here with the Kanye jingle: is we're building hype, yeah, exactly, so that everyone gets caught up in it. Kanye himself. I hope he does a gospel-esque version, which a lot of people say they don't like. I right. think you're one of them. I like <laughs> it, and I hope he does. I'm, I'm whatever. If he does, because do less, it comes out on Monday. It's the day after the Lord's Day, mm-hmm. and well, it depends on your religion. Maybe it's two days after, but it's the day after the Lord's Day, and I think a lot of people use do less as their church. You have my word. If Kanye, if we end up agreeing with Kanye to, for him to do our jingle, he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know. Steer him creatively. This is the show and win. <laughs> <laughs> Just start barking the bands to Kanye. Uh, but yeah, we're giving him creative license. Final cut. Yeah. First take, final cut. I hope he doesn't do multiple. T- I think it should be first take, final cut. Well, if he's doing it for free, I don't think we're going to get him doing multiple iterations of a jingle. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> whatever comes off the top of the dome in the moment, whatever he feels, first take, final cut, we're taking that. Chances are, though, yeah, when someone has that type of creative license, they put out their best work. That's Imagine what I'm saying. His, his Mona Lisa <laughs> was the do less jingle. <laughs> It could it could be. It could be. It could be. It's just a fifteen second like of perfect sound. Yes. <laughs> I think it's probably it gonna be. Te- every Monday you tears are in your eyes before we just start talking about bots for forty five minutes. I know we're joking about this, but I think it could happen. <laughs> I see it. Yeah, I can I think we're, ma- big, we're we're manifesting it. We're manifesting it. Shout out one of my heroes, uh Lamar Ball. Yeah. Lamar or Lamar. Speak it. Lavar is the dad. Yeah, speak Levar. it into existence. Speak it into existence. The man is a genius. He's mm-hmm. one of my heroes. <laughs> do less. Speak it into existence. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. You just speak about it. And yeah. Every week we will mention the Kanye jingle. Yeah. Until we have a Kanye jingle. That's it. And it, it, it there's there's no timeline on it. We're in no. no rush. No, of course not. This is a marathon. This the is do less marathon. podcast is a marathon. However, we think the buzz is going to pick up a lot after this week. And especially after we start launching King of Staten Island <laughs> <laughs> into the Hudson. <laughs> yes. It, yeah. Well, that's how we're going to get his attention. That's how we're getting the attention. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a statement. It's a statement. That's not a sketch for laughs. That's a sketch for statement. I, I don't expect any laughs because I'm dead serious about it. Yeah. 
And it's actually straight up disrespect because right. they're taking one of the old ferries or something, right? The stand and Pete Davidson and well, turning it into a comedy club. Here, so now we're on the Staten Island ferry disrespecting him in his own club. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's true. I forgot about yeah. that. Him and Colin Jones bought one of the old ferries, right? Yeah. I we got to find that ferry. Get on it. Look him in the eye. <laughs> frisbee, the, frisbee it out. Frisbee it out. And then every time he and then he tries to roast us. Yeah, we're just hecklers. Yeah, we open up a trench coat <laughs> and there's twenty more DVDs. And we and just, we just keep tossing them, them in. <laughs> <laughs> Disrespecting him on his own turf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that would get his attention. And Kanye will like that. Kanye would like that. Yeah, it's yeah. also crazy that like Pete Davidson just leapfrogged fame so much. Right. He went from like. I remember the roast of Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm embarrassed to admit I did watch it. What do you mean? That was embarrassed. <laughs> that was that was great. It was a great. Roast. Yeah, it was a phenomenal uh, roast. But I remember him being like in awe of meeting Justin Bieber, right? And being like, "It's so cool that someone who's like our age." Is, mm-hmm. And now he's like more famous than Justin Bieber. It does. It does make sense though that like dating Kim Kardashian is his final form because it's like he was. Leapfrog. He was like, it was crazy. Everybody that, that was the first big thing. Everybody like, that, that he right. dated was yeah. like, how was he dating that person? Right, and right. then he would just keep leapfrogging, and now he's dating the most famous, the most famous ever. woman yeah. of all time. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and so it just again, that's just brand and buzz and perception building on itself. Yes, that's true. that's what his career. His career is enviable. Yeah, that's where we all would like to end up. <laughs> I was just at the post office. Yeah. Talk about to uh, talk about a bureaucracy that's oh, uh, that place is impossible, especially in New York City. That place, you ever go to a post office in New York City, it's the end of times in there. Well, the building still looks like it's the 1920s. Yes. Because the post office hasn't been updated. Like, postage... The mail hasn't changed since the 1920s. No, it hasn't. Which is call, the cause Neither of this Neither has Seinfeld's whole... bit about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's still doing the same bit since the 1920s. But like that's the cause of this whole frustration with all the things that's getting swept under the rug. Yeah. I'm getting these notices in the mail that are, uh, you know, are referencing dates. I don't even know what they're talking about. Right. And, so I'm in the post office. <laughs> There's so many homeless people in the post office mm-hmm. because that's how they communicate. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. They're it, down to the post office. They send letters to each other. Uh, 100%. Yeah, I know. They're always uh, in there. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy because they also have smartphones. Maybe homeless people are like the most it, sentimental people. <laughs> and they're just the only ones sending handwritten notes out. Right, right. But they do have smartphones. S- tons of homeless people. In the, I went to two post offices today. The, two for two. You know, I know. I've been. I've seen a post office in New York City. It's an absolute disaster. But I got this envelope that I got to fill out. Mm-hmm. It's on the table right now, and there's like a hot Latino on the back. I do see that. One, yeah. not who's going in the post office. <laughs> she, she, not even the people working in the post no, office. No, no, no. And but uh, I just called it out because initially I saw it. I forgot. Because it's so diff- foreign from the what I thought the post office is that I was like, oh, I guess Mike has like. A girl like sending him letters. I thought that was a what girl is that? Yeah, what is? I don't even know what that is. It's just the back of an envelope for the post office. Oh god! But they have some like like this girl. She also might be. Do you know her? South Asian. Oh, okay. No, I don't know her. I wish I did. <laughs> but this, first of all, 
I mean, it's branding. People aren't gonna be able to see this, but yeah, well, yeah, we'll see it on the video. Right, Look at this right. Girl. What's she doing there? She's on her phone texting. Right on a on a back of a letterhead or letter texting. Yeah, this yeah. is the post office. Yeah, no. they should be licking a fucking envelope. <laughs> <laughs> texting on her phone. This is your competition, you that, idiots. That would be funny if she was looking at envelope. <laughs> you fucking idiots. This is her. She's texting. You're you're putting yourselves out of business. Right. Maybe they're trying to go digital at the post office. Let's see. We got any other characters on here? No. There's only one person on it. I don't know what this thing is. You picked up like a pamphlet here. It's address change. Yeah. It's yeah. a hot girl texting. There's only girl. What does that have to do with anything? It doesn't have. <laughs> It's because it's all branding. It's but just all branding for what? You it's put you just put, you just you just put hot people on anything. All right, that's the point of anything. I just don't. But it's the post office. It's not like a, a sneaker brand. Yeah, but <laughs> this is a government s- mailing system. Sex sells. It doesn't matter <laughs> yes. if it's the post office or a sneaker brand. It doesn't make any sense. No, I'm sorry to go. That but tangent. no, but like I think I've talked about this before. Like nobody at the post office has time for anybody. I had to get like I had to get my passport. I've never had to got a passport. Do less, but I finally got one, and then I was there to do it. And like they were like, "Oh yeah, she's at lunch. She left like two hours ago, and she she didn't come back till like an hour later. So she was gone. For, she took a three hour lunch break. That's I mean that's again. So and like and then and then everyone was like, "Oh, I can't uh, I can't deal with it. She's the one who deals with the passports." But she, and I'm like, "Okay, where is she? Oh, she's on her lunch break." When did she leave? Two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's probably union. Yeah, right. She's union. Did yeah. I ever tell you my passport story? No, I don't think so. It's a really good story. Should I put it on the pod? Yeah, put it on the pod. All right, this is not a do less story. This is probably the opposite of a do less story. Well, I don't know if you should tell it then, but uh, go ahead. I'll try to make it quick. <laughs> Yankees, Red Sox were playing in London for that game the year before the pandemic. Yeah, okay. Do you yep. remember that? Yeah, yeah. So I went to London for this game. Mm-hmm. Before that, me and my boys, me and the boys, we took a trip to Portugal. Right. Whole trip planned out. Not not a, a second to ourselves. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. we had it was the most perfectly executed plan. You trip. like an itinerary, especially on vacation. Yeah, yeah. Pack. Everyone meets at my apartment. Mm-hmm. We're about to go to the airport. No passport. You forgot yours. For, I couldn't find it. Yeah. There's a hole in my wall in my room. That's there because I punched the wall when I lost this passport. If you ever were wondering what that's Oh, from. I thought you were going to say you put you like you dug a hole and nah. you, you put <laughs> no, put your passport inside. It's a of frustration there. punch. And that's funny. <laughs> I would love to have been a fly on the wall in that particular moment. Uh, it's a little fist, you know, small fist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm like, yeah. all right, I'm fucked. Yeah, yeah. All my friends are literally about First of all, they're good friends, all menches, turned my apartment upside down, helping me look for the passport. It's like four of us. So you were already at the airport and you went back? No, no, we're all in my apartment oh, okay. getting ready to leave. Yeah, yeah. Can't find it. Yeah, yeah. They're like, all right, well, we got to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, But they put their heads together. Everyone's calling friends, whatever. We found that there's a same-day passport office in Stamford, Connecticut. Oh, my God. So I take, roll the dice, yeah. book a flight for the next day to Portugal. It's like $1,500. On a whim, on like a gamble. I get all my documents. I'm up to like 3 a.m. like in my work office printing like government documents yeah, and yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. I put the whole packet together, barely sleep, get up at the crack of dawn, take a Metro North to Stamford, Connecticut. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like working on this like big real estate deal with this guy that I haven't called back for two days because I'm dealing with the yeah, passport issue. Right, right. Uh, so I, I get to the passport office. 
uh, it's like a whole day process. But same day, got my passport printed it. the same day, which is how the much did that cost? To, throw cost money like three hundred bucks. Throw money at the problem. Throw money at the problem. So I'm in the hole about two grand already. Yeah, yeah. Flight is that night. I'm good to go. But I get out of the passport office. I get a voicemail from a guy named Joe Mangiacotti. He's the other broker on this real estate deal that I'm doing. Yeah. He's calling me a cocksucker. He's like, <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. You haven't called me back? I mean, it's, yeah, I've yeah. tried this. I don't know if I still have it, but I saved the voicemail. That's it's the funny. Most, it's two minutes of him just calling me a cocksucker and yeah. telling me to go fuck myself. Yeah, yeah. And it's the most Italian thing ever. That's funny. I call him when I finally get the passport and I'm on the way to the airport office. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, Joe, like, I'm sorry I missed your call. He's like, ah, it's all right. I'm sorry to bother you. I'm like, sorry to bother me. You just told me to go <laughs> fuck my family. <laughs> <laughs> Did he just forget that he left like a black dog? No, he's like, was oh, he? we all we worked it out. Like they worked it out while I was at the passport office. Yeah, yeah. But it was an easily work, like worked out problem. That I'm dealing with all this, and then like, on top of all this, he's telling me that I'm he's gonna like <laughs> kill my whole family or something, <laughs> and then it turns out it's not. This is actually, I think it might actually be a do less story because you just <laughs> focused on one thing, yeah, the passport, and you're like for vacation, yeah, for vacation, and yeah. I'm like I don't care about this big real estate deal that I'm gonna do, yeah, yeah. and then this guy, you're getting you know, uh, know <laughs> death threats. yeah, death threats, <laughs> you don't even know what's going on because you're not paying attention yeah. to it, and then. Uh, then by the time you call him back, it's already all figured out. Exactly. And so uh, it actually was a do story. Yeah, and yeah. made it to Portugal. Only yeah. missed one night. Right. Had a, one of the best vacations I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. The thing is, by the time I got to the Yankees-Red Sox game, we were so fucking beat down from vacation because it was the last day right. that I slept through the entire game. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but it was great. And you look, But you're an extra $2,000 in the hole. Extra $2,000 in the hole, throw money at the problem, not yeah. a big deal. The big thing, the only reason I tell this story and I told it when it first happened, mm-hmm. is because I want to get the word out to people yeah. that you do have an option. Go to the Stamford, Connecticut, same-day passport right. office. Because when I called my city, mm-hmm. New York, they said uh, the earliest appointment you're going to have is next week. Well, there's such a big build And when you they show up to the appointment, they're not going to be there. And they're not going to be there. Yeah. And they didn't even recommend that Stanford was a possibility. Yeah. I had a friend say that he did that in the past. So a lot of people, if you call your city and they're like, you can't get a passport same day, it's impossible. Yeah. Just know there is a place where miracles happen and it's in Stanford, <laughs> Connecticut. That's good to know. That's <laughs> yeah. good to know. Because it took me like six months to get my passport. Yeah, it takes forever. Yeah, yeah. But you go to Stanford, Connecticut, same day. Same day. Yeah. Wow. That's a good tip. Good yeah. do less tip good for the tip. for the listeners, the viewers. Sorry for the long story. No, was, no. I was, a, I was riveted. It's a, it's a good story. <laughs> I'm like, did you ever find the old passport no so now in my apartment i've lost a wallet a passport uh, amongst other valuable things airpods i'll I tell you when what I when you out, i'm gonna find all you're gonna find all yeah. of it and it's gonna be in like because we've looked be at thi- we've looked at things in your apartment before <laughs> and we both like tried to find the mic or the podcast box in your apartment and we've looked in the cardboard box that it's in yeah. like it both like 10 times and then and then we find out that like you, I don't know, you get word that it's in there or something, and then you're because like your word you, you ask your roommate where you put the mic, and he's like, oh, it's in the cardboard box, and then you look in and it's in there. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like Mike and I will look at the same thing, but we aren't sure it's there, so yeah. we're not really looking. Right, our head is elsewhere. But when we know definitively that it's in a thing, we actually look. Right. When we get word that it's in the box that we were looking in, we then find it. Yeah, yeah. But we can't find it if we unless don't know we that. Know it's it, there. Unless we know it's there. We can there. only find things when we know exactly where they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of like, right. did your mom ever say that's like, That's that's good. That's funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we can only find it when we know exactly where well, it is. Exactly where it is. Yeah. Uh, 
did your like my mom used to do this and i don't know if other mothers do this but like i would look like you know like let's say behind the couch yeah, you yeah. know, for something you can't find, and it. I'd be like, she'd be like, "Did you look behind the couch?" I'm like, "Yes, I did." Yeah, She's yeah. Like, did, but did you really look behind the couch? And it's like, why are you asking me again? Maybe she should ask me again. Yeah, she should <laughs> because I was no. actually. This reminds me <laughs> yeah. of like every single time I'm home or every single time you know, growing up, I'd like look in the like the pantry. I'm yeah. like, mom, I can't find the cereal. Yeah, yeah. She's like, it's in there. Just look. And I'm like, it's not here. And then like, I'm like staring at it. Can't find it. She walks over, grabs it in two seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know? <laughs> My old roommate <laughs> used to do the funniest thing too where I would like felt like his mother. Because yeah. he would do this thing where like anything literally directly in front of him was his blind spot. Yeah. So we would always be like, where the fuck is this? And like freaking out. I'm like, it's... It couldn't be more in front of, like, it's it's yeah. at your stomach. Right. It's, like, right in front of you. Maybe like, we just looking we just see what we want to see. That's why, like, our brain just plays tricks on us. Because 100%. the mic is inside the box we're looking in, and both of us have looked at it ten times, and we can't find it. Yeah, yeah. So our mind is just playing tricks on us. No, it's all, it's, like, it's all imagination. Yeah. <laughs> None <laughs> of this is real. Nothing's real. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. That's why you... A lot of times it's like, oh, I just manifested a microphone. It's like, no, no, you just weren't looking for it properly. Yeah, you know? right. Well, maybe you did manifest <laughs> or it. Or we manifested it. Yeah. Well, because the first, this happened two weeks in a row. The first time <laughs> you said the mic was in the Warby Parker bag. Yeah, yeah. And I looked in a bag that had a Warby Parker bag in it. Yeah. But I didn't know that that held a microphone, so I never looked in that Warby Parker bag. Right. So I had looked in that bag 100 plus times. I mean, we were texting for over a month yeah, yeah. where your microphone... But I didn't just, tell you it was in the Warby Parker and then bag. once you said that, I found it immediately. Right, right. Then we looked in the cardboard box the next week for my microphone. Yeah. Couldn't find it. Then your, room, seven times. Then your roommate, roommate said it's in that box. Found it right away. Yeah, yeah. So we need to know exactly where something is, <laughs> and then we'll find it right away. Or we're away. not finding it. <laughs> yeah. you got to give us the exact location. <laughs> yeah. Exact location or... What do you want from us? Yeah, we're not finding it then. Yeah. Um, Point out where it is. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only way to find anything. (laughs) Uh, But I think, I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to add? No, I feel like like we covered a lot. We did. This was rapid fire. This was. I haven't taken a breath. I know. I think we we were both a little juiced up on coffee (laughs) and 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 anxiety. So we're running high on both those things. So, Yeah. yeah. I mean, for us, Probably it's still a pretty good pace because I think we're pretty, in terms of our pace, it's usually pretty slow and controlled. Sure. But this might be off to the races. I have no idea. Well, look, we wanted to come up with a nickname yeah. after our new favorite comic, Earthquake. <laughs> and I think we got one for the podcast. Yeah. Hurricane, baby. Hurricane. Coming in like a hurricane. hurricane. This is 80 the d- mile per hour winds. <laughs> yeah. 120. Gale force winds. <laughs> 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 this podcast is a natural disaster. Tidal wave. It yeah. is. It's a natural disaster. Uh, so if you guys have any nicknames, let us know. But more importantly, yeah. keep an eye out for the Kanye buzz. Yeah. Get that going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep an eye out for us tossing some DVDs of the King of Staten Island. I think we have to make the sketch first. Yeah. Then it's real. Yeah. And then we'll make the GoFundMe page. It's not even a sketch. It's just filming us hurling dvds over the over the edge <laughs> we're gonna call it a sketch so people think we got the dvds back out of the water and didn't right. pollute the river but we polluted we, the river. no yeah <laughs> we're gonna throw we're polluting it with garbage content we're gonna buy all the staten island dvds yeah king of staten island DVDs. Mm-hmm. yeah there's not gonna be any left and then they're, and then they're all gonna be in the ocean <laughs> they're gonna be in the ocean yeah. all the river, whatever same thing. same thing i'll probably just fucking what do you call it What's the word? Disintegrate? Disintegrate, yeah. No, they'll probably like find their way back to shore somehow. Yeah. Yeah. 
piece of sh- shit always <laughs> shit swims upstream or something. I don't know. There's right. a saying. But thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks do for less. Do less out there. Again, if you need a passport, Stanford, Connecticut, passport office. Yeah. Have a good one, guys. Thanks for listening. Numbers are going up. Keep them going. Keep them going. Get the word out. We love you.